0: Welcome to the Moms for Wellness podcast on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV. This is a podcast for moms who are passionate about being healthy and who are leading their kids to do the same. Welcome back, Mama. I've got a question for you. Do you think much about your liver? Maybe after listening to this episode, you will. Not to scare you, but liver disease is actually a serious problem that affects millions of people in the United States each year. The American Mm -hmm. Liver Foundation reports that more than 100 million Americans have some form of liver disease, and it's among the leading causes of death in the U.S. I mean, that's staggering to me. That's like 100 million Americans have some form of liver disease. And it's among the leading causes of death in the US. So let's talk about this. What is the liver and what does it do? So the liver is actually our largest internal organ. The skin is our largest organ. But when we're talking about inside our body our organs inside our body, the liver is actually the largest one. And it's actually about the size of a football. Isn't that crazy to think that there's an organ the size of a football inside of you? So. The thing is our liver does the heavy lifting when it comes to detoxing. Now, I know that detox seems to be the buzzword right now that, you know, but we're going to talk about why that is, and it all goes back to the liver. So, what exactly does the liver do? Well, it does several really important things. One is it processes nutrients, um, absorbed by the intestines. So they're more efficiently absorbed. It regulates blood composition so that it balances protein, fat, and sugar. So it's regulating the blood composition and it removes toxins from the blood and breaks down both alcohol and medications. So it does a lot of really important things for our body. So The thing is, I like to use this analogy. I like to describe it like this, that our liver is like the drain in a bathtub and the bathtub is us. And we keep putting all this food in our body, all these chemicals, all the environmental toxins from the air that we are breathing. We put these into our body and we are pouring all of this into the tub. And then it has to filter down the drain, down through the liver. And with all of these toxins that we are pouring into our system, our liver can get clogged and then it cannot run as well. And then things back up and we just things are spilling over. So then there's that clogging. So what we're going to talk about today is what is causing the clogging there. If you will, the clogging of the drain, the backup of the liver. And how will we know if our drain is clogged? Meaning what are the symptoms of liver dysfunction or liver disease? And then what can we do about it? How can we keep our liver functioning properly? So as like with many things, the symptoms can all look different depending on the type of disease and the underlying cause. So we'll just give you a bird's eye view of all the possibilities. Um, and the thing that is too, sometimes symptoms are so mild or undetectable that it may take months or years before a person notices. Hmm, does that sound familiar? That seems to be a theme with a lot of conditions that we talk about on this podcast. These things take time to build up, but then bam, all of a sudden, you have a full-blown problem. Like, for example, when you were saying, oh, you know, I never had this problem in my 20s, but now in my 30s, you know, or I never had this problem in my 20s and 30s, but now in my 40s, it's hitting me. Or like, when you have conversations like that, when you say things like that, These are the things that we are talking about. This has been building up in your body. This has been building up in your system for quite a long time, but these things have just gone unnoticed or just like, oh, it just must be getting older. This is what happens. Well, no, these are the symptoms that you want to be paying attention to because things are happening in your body to cause these symptoms. So we are going to be looking at the things that you can look for to sound the alarms before there is a full-blown problem and give you tips of ways to live and habits to form to create a healthier liver. And I'm going to be sharing information from an article by Josh Axe, who shares a wealth of knowledge on this topic. So, some of the most common symptoms of improper liver function. Um, so, what 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 does that look like? What things might you be noticing in your body that might be connected to liver dysfunction? Uh, feeling tired, fatigue, jaundice or yellowish skin, weight loss, loss of appetite, weakness, nausea, confusion, trouble concentrating pain in the center or right upper part of the belly, an enlarged liver or stomach, bloating and gas, dark urine, bruising easily, excessive sweat, constipation, pale or dark colored stool, dry and dark patches on the neck and underarms, and swelling in the legs and ankles. So those are all different types of symptoms um, that are connected to your liver, not functioning properly. And then, and then there is fatty liver disease. And then that can lead to cirrhosis, which can be dangerous and life threatening. And the thing is over time, what happens is healthy tissue is replaced with scar tissue. And then that scar tissue prevents the liver from functioning properly. So do you see that buildup of, of living a certain way and then having those effects and then having the liver not function properly. So then the scar tissue blocks the flow of blood through the liver. And slows the process of nutrients and hormones and drugs and naturally produced toxins as well as the production of proteins and other substances made by the liver. So it just backs things up and has them not work properly. So what are some symptoms of cirrhosis when this is happening? You might have buildup of fluid in the body, muscle weakness, internal bleeding, yellowing of the skin and eyes and liver failure. So those are some more major things um, that happen at that point. So what are just some abnormal liver function? what, What are some things that can cause abnormal liver function? Well, it can include medications that we're taking can cause this, viral hepatitis can cause this, autoimmune diseases or inherited liver disease fast weight loss or malnutrition. And the, the two that I really wanted you to focus there are medications and autoimmune diseases. So these are factors in how well our liver is functioning. They can, there's a direct connection there. Um, and then there are also a number of risk factors that can increase your chances of liver disease. So some things like that to be aware of are obesity, gastric bypass surgery, high cholesterol, High levels of triglycerides in your blood, type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, sleep apnea, polycystic ovary syndrome, underactive thyroid, which is hypothyroidism or underactive pituitary gland, which is hypopituitarism. So if you have any of those things, if your ears perked up when you heard it and it was like, oh, that pertains to me, oh, that pertains to my mom, oh, that pertains to a friend of mine, then pay attention because these are risk factors that are connected to liver disease or having some liver dysfunction. So here's the thing. Most people think of alcoholism when they think of liver disease, but really pretty much anything that can't be broken down and used for energy immediately ends up in the liver for detoxification. So this basically means that your liver needs all the help that it can get. Okay. So when you overindulge in alcohol, or chemicals, drugs, fried foods, processed foods, refined foods. When we're talking refined foods, we're talking white flour, conventional dairy, white sugar, low quality animal products. For example, your liver gets heavily taxed. So those are the things that we are talking about that can happen to your liver. So then what do we do? What do we do if we have some of those, uh, warning signs? What if we have some of those issues that puts us in a higher risk category for liver disease or liver dysfunction? Here's what we can do. I've got things for you. Okay. So number one, avoid alcohol. Okay. So these are several things that you can do to help prevent liver disease, liver dysfunction. Number one is avoid alcohol. So that's a pretty obvious, I think you probably guessed what I was going to say for the very first one. So, um, that's just a given drinking high amounts of alcohol is just definitely one of the fastest ways to damage or destroy liver cells. And then also alcohol combined with medications, they can be prescription or over the counter, um, combined with cigarettes or combined with a poor diet is even more harmful. So that, that combination. And the thing is, even if you have non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which is, um, NAFLD is the abbreviation for that. It's even still best to eliminate alcohol from your diet. So that's number one, um, to have a well-functioning liver, just avoid alcohol. Number two, is reduced consumption of high carbohydrate foods. So these are foods such as bread, rice, grits, corn, all of these things should be avoided if you're at risk for liver disease, or if you are looking to just help your liver as much as possible, avoid these foods. And the thing is when we consume too many of these refined carbohydrates, our insulin levels, spike. And then that spiking, that insulin sensitivity is a major factor in the cause of liver disease. So definitely read the package labels, avoid buying anything that is labeled enriched. Okay. And we've talked about enriched, you know, things before on this podcast, just not something that you want to be, uh, consuming. Um, and if you're going to have breads, you know, just make sure they're fresh. They're from a health food store or try it with gluten-free flours. Um, if you're going for rice, choose brown rice. Over white rice, um, to really help mitigate that. Okay. So that's number two is reducing consumption of high carbohydrate foods. All right. Number three is cut out sugary drinks. Guys, we're talking ladies and we're talking sports drinks, soda, energy drinks, juice. They're all full of sugar and artificial sweeteners. And there's that artificial sweeteners. We've talked about that. I'll link that episode. We have a whole episode on that. We've talked about sugars Um, and this sugar that enters your body really impacts the liver big time. And actually, according to a study conducted at Emory University School of Medicine in Atlanta, sugars, particularly fructose are suspected to contribute to the development of the NAFLD, the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and its progression. And there have been substantial links between increased fructose consumption and obesity and insulin resistance. Okay. So, They're all packaged together. We've talked about obesity. We've talked about insulin resistance. We've talked about diabetes. So all of these things are really connected. And one of the ways that you can help that is just cutting out those sugary drinks. All right. Next one is skip the processed foods. We've talked about this one before too, but guys, hydrogenated oils, refined sugar, convenience foods, and lunch meats. I mean, they, they're just, we know, we know, we know, right. We know that they're toxic to our system, nitrates and nitrites. For example, those are commonly found in processed foods in lunch meats, and they've been linked to serious conditions, including cancer. So they are not things that we want. And then there's the high fructose corn syrup, um, that's in processed foods. I mean, that's one of the biggest causes of liver issues. So, stay away from these. Okay. Stay away from the high fructose corn syrup, the hydrogenated oils, refined sugar, the processed foods. Okay. Minimize, or it's completely cut out would be ideal, but greatly, greatly minimize, reduce those processed foods. Okay. They're just bad news for your body, bad news for your liver. All right. Next one is exercise, exercise daily, regular exercise helps reducing and reducing, uh, toxin exposure, um, helps by limiting the amount of alcohol, medications, pesticides, herbicides, and hormone disruptors that you consume also helps the liver work well. So reducing those toxins that you're exposed to moving the body, exercising greatly helps your liver. Okay. Next one is eat organic foods. So by now, you know that, I mean, it's been pretty obvious that your liver pays the price for a diet that's high in chemicals, pesticides and other toxins. Right. And for this reason, choosing to buy as many foods, um, organically, organic foods as you can is important for preventing liver problems and potentially liver disease. So even just, I know you're like, okay, but Jenny, like that's a lot, you know, to, to get, organic, all of my stuff. Okay. It doesn't have to be all of them, but have you heard of the dirty dozen of those fruits and vegetables? Even if you just focus on those that can dramatically lower your intake of toxins. Okay. And it, we're not talking about perfection. We're just talking about a little bit better. So try getting organic grapes. The next time you get grapes, try getting organic strawberries. The next time you get strawberries and just little by little, um, start reducing those toxins that you're exposed to. Um, so eating organic foods makes a difference. All right. So reduce those toxins that you are having input into your body. All right. Next one is add in raw vegetables. So this is interesting. A review published in the European journal of medicinal chemistry says that natural products that are found in vegetables, as well as fruits, plant extracts, and herbs have been traditionally used for treating liver diseases. So having those raw veggies, um, is really, really great. A great way of doing this is by juicing. Um, so definitely juicing is really great for your liver vegetables. Ideal for liver detox include kale, cabbage, lettuce, cauliflower, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, beets, and celery. So, um, you can even try something like beet juice to, to start out with. So, um, and then also here's a a list that includes some of the ones I just said, but, As often as you can, include these um, great veggies for your liver into your meals, into your juices, so things like broccoli, cauliflower, leafy greens, remember the dark leafy greens such as um, kale, spinach, dandelion, watercress. If you were listening to last episode, we had a meal that included kale in there, so look at that. Um, You can have that chicken, kale, lentils uh, meal, get that kale in. Um, Also include Brussels sprouts or cabbage, celery asparagus, beets, carrots, cucumbers, and herbs such as parsley, mint, cilantro, and basil, all are really, really great for your liver. All right. So next one, number eight is try ginger root. So high fiber foods help support a healthy digestive tract. And then they also hasten the elimination of toxins in the body. So ginger is one of those things that is so good for your digestive tract. You can, um, have ginger tea, you can boil it. You can put in green tea or water. You can add it to stir fries, to a salad, put it in a smoothie, but, um, add in ginger root to your diet. Next one is add in sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes are so good because of their potassium content, sweet potatoes actually help cleanse the liver. So that's a great way to cleanse your livers by eating sweet potatoes. One sweet potato contains 700 milligrams of potassium. And it's also rich in vitamins B, uh, B6, C, D, magnesium, and iron. So um, they're great because they're naturally sweet. Uh, The sugars actually do not spike um, your uh, blood because um, it's slowly released into the bloodstream through the liver. So it won't cause that spike in blood sugar. So that's a great thing to do is add in sweet potatoes. Another one, number 10, is try bananas. Bananas have 470 milligrams of potassium. So bananas are so great at helping to cleanse the liver and overcoming those low potassium levels. Um, They aid in digestion and release toxins and heavy metals from the body. Who knew that bananas did that? They release heavy metals from the body. That's so great. So add in those sweet potatoes, add in those bananas, add in ginger. Uh, the next one is drink dandelion root tea. I don't know if you've heard about this, but dandelion is so good for you. It is so great for cleansing the liver. Um, keep the vitamins and nutrients that are present in dandelions help cleanse our livers and keep them working properly. Dandelions aid in the digestive system by maintaining the proper flow of bile. So these are so great. They're natural diuretics. They allow the liver to eliminate toxins quickly. Dandelion tea and stems are also high in vitamin C, which helps with mineral absorption. And uh, it reduces inflammation and prevents the development of disease. So dandelion root, dandelion tea, so, so good for your liver. Another one, number 12 is milk thistle. So milk thistle, you can get a milk thistle supplement. Um, this also supports the, the liver and it helps build liver cells while removing toxins from the body. So milk thistle is so great. There's so many studies of study in the digestive diseases and sciences. Um, there's a 2010 study that suggests milk thistle benefits, um, to help treat alcoholic liver disease, acute and chronic viral hepatitis, and toxin-induced liver diseases. So lots of studies to support milk thistle. So add that in as a supplement um, to, you can have milk thistle tea. There's a lot of different ways to get milk thistle as well. Uh, next one, and um, last one, number 13 is eat liver. So liver from young, healthy grass-fed cattle and chicken are full of nutrients and vitamins. This organ meat is rich with vitamins A and B, folic acid, choline, iron, copper, zinc, chromium, CoQ10. Um, it's in fact, one of the most nutrient dense foods you can eat. So if you'd rather not eat the liver, you can take supplements, but just make sure that they are free of hormones, pesticides, uh, free of antibiotics. Um, so just make sure they are a clean supplement if you're going to, um, do the supplements. So, Ladies, here's the thing. All too often, improper liver function isn't noticed until a checkup with your primary doctor. There are medical tests and devices that can be used to detect liver function, but here's the thing. Don't wait until it's too late. Don't wait until there's a problem. Start incorporating some of these tips into your daily lifestyle change some of your habits and your liver will thank you. That's the whole point of this is start making these changes now and creating these habits of a healthy lifestyle for yourself and for your whole family, for your children so that they start creating these habits too. And these things are things that they do naturally that are naturally supporting their liver that are naturally supporting their overall health. So, These are ideas of things that you can do specifically to help your liver, which in turn helps a lot of other systems inside your body. So to see more about this, check out our Facebook group. You can check it out there. Um, you can uh, look it up. We The name is uh, Moms for Wellness. You can look for our Facebook group. There'll be a link in the show notes as well. But definitely check that out, ask questions, uh, give more input if you have more to share about it too. But let's work together to support one another in being able to have healthy livers and overall healthy bodies. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me on SM Enlightenment Radio or TV or joining me on the Moms for Wellness podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the Moms for Wellness podcast and leave a five-star rating or review. It really is helpful and we would be so grateful. I'm Jenny. Have a good one.